Moncrief on News Talk. Michael Pigeon uh, is a Green Party councillor in Dublin. He's in Brussels at the moment, where he has noticed a significant difference between here and there. The amount of zebra crossings in Dublin, for instance, there's only three of them, but in Europe they seem to be more the norm. So why is that? Michael, good afternoon. Okay, Michael's not there. Michael's decided not uh, not to talk to us. Uh, the uh, someone else says going back to surprise parties as a surprise. After three years living abroad, one day my daughter was in the kitchen making a cup of tea for me. My brain was scrambled. She looked so familiar; it was like a movie scene. I I really do understand that. That's happened to me as well. That uh, um, you know, you you kind of see someone that you'd know very well or even relatively well, but you see them out of context and suddenly your brain is going, who are you again? And uh, I'm saying that's happened to me and kind of offended people by uh, not knowing who they are. Anyway, we got uh, Michael Pigeon back on the line there. Afternoon, Michael. Afternoon. Sorry about that. I don't know what happened there. Uh, that's okay. We won't hold you personally responsible uh, for the phone lines in Brussels. The, the, uh, and why are, is it the case that zebra crossings are more favoured in Brussels, but probably in Europe in general? Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. As I'm looking out the window now, I can actually see one junction with four zebra crossings on it. It's just a standard junction. And that's actually more than exists in Dublin City. So it's 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 a pretty uh, extreme difference. I, I think the reason they're favoured here is simply because for smaller junctions and smaller roads, they allow you a bit of luxury as a pedestrian, which is simply to just feel that you have priority and you're able to walk. So at the moment in Ireland, we generally say that if, if there isn't a crossing there, if you step out to the road, you wait until there's no cars. So basically the cars get priority. But here at certain points at junctions, they're giving pedestrians the natural priority. And obviously that doesn't make sense for, you know, busy national roads or the M50 or anything. But I think it does make sense in relatively dense town and city centres, which is what they do here. Yeah, and, and the, the, there are pedestrian crossings here, as you know, of course, we've, we've lots of them. So why, why, uh, why would a zebra crossing be better than that? His line went down again. Oh, no, he's back. It did, it did. It's back. Ah, it's back. There you go. Yeah, this is going to be one of these conversations. Uh, so why are, before it cuts us off, I have a feeling the motoring lobby is is actually messing with your phone here. They, they, why, why, what's wrong with a pedestrian crossing? We have lots of them. Nothing at all. They, they, they work really well. They do a good job. It can be frustrating to wait for too long. But the core thing is they cost a lot of money to install. And if you look at housing estates or bits of you know back streets in town you're not going to put a, a full set of traffic lights there at every single junction whereas a zebra crossing at its core is basically just a bit of paint so it's cheap it's quick and it's easy to install mm. and the other benefit they have is they also tend to slow down traffic a bit you know you might bomb down a pedestrian or a residential road in a car but if you knew that every 50 100 meters or at every corner there was a possibility of someone else having priority over you crossing you drive more cautiously and that'll only be good for um, particularly for urban environments. Mm. Yeah, because, yeah, you would think that that's the case. It's going to have to uh, drastically change people's driving habits uh, for them to work properly. You'd hope. It would be, be pretty risky now. I'm sure some people are still stupid enough to do it, but it would be pretty risky to drive around looking at your phone uh, in Brussels or in an area where there's lots of zebra crossings. But unfortunately, you see that all the time in town, in Dublin anyway. Yeah, the, the, I, because I do remember a few years ago that, that, that there were a few parts, that, I think they did it in 
Kensington, if I'm mistaken, in London for uh, for a while, and they've done it on the parts of Europe as well, where they got rid of all the lights and all the road markings, and then it, it was you know, and and that sounds like a free for all, but the idea was that 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 pedestrians could cross wherever they wanted, but the drivers had to be very mindful of that fact and therefore drive more slowly. And the the uh, the, the experiment was to see would actually things move a bit more fluidly. Yeah, and, and they are more flexible. Certainly, that's true. I think for bigger, busier junctions, you still want to keep lights. And the reason for that is particularly for people who, if they're blind or there's some sort of visual impairment, they need a bit of extra certainty that comes from a light to know that someone isn't, you know, distracted or ignoring the zebra crossing. But again, for most junctions, we're not going to be able to put on a full set of traffic lights, even in an ideal world. So uh, I, I think for, especially for smaller junctions, like you wouldn't be to put the zebra crossing at O'Connell Street Bridge, for example, but I think you could do it on a lot of the smaller roads in and around O'Connell Street. Yeah, that makes sense. The, the, I, I suppose an issue with this, Michael, might be the, uh, uh, one you'd be well familiar with. There isn't a driver on the road or a pedestrian on the road that doesn't think that all other drivers are lunatics. And they don't, essentially don't trust them. I don't know if this is an Irish thing, uh, uh, but, but, but uh, you probably saw some universal. of the reaction on yeah. Twitter yourself that, uh, oh, no, I wouldn't trust them to kind of slow down. Yeah, well, there's that saying that hell is other people, and I think yeah. that really applies the second you get behind a wheel or anything like that, for sure, for sure. But, like, unfortunately, we know that with yield signs, with traffic lights, stop signs, sometimes some idiots do break them, and that's whether they're driving, cycling, or walking. But, like, we fundamentally just have to have a system which I think reflects the priorities we want in the city. And for me, that should be pedestrians first, because regardless of age or ability, we're all a pedestrian at some point, even if it's when you're getting out of your car. And I just think that they should be top of the food chain when it comes to uh, having a nice time walking around the city. And they really do that in Brussels. Like, you just see it here. That I know there'll be people texting in, or I saw things on Twitter, people reacting. But if you're ever in Brussels, it just, it just works. They've loads of problems in the city. This doesn't solve everything but uh, it's a much nicer place to walk around simply yeah. because you've got priority. And would it be, would it be your contention, Michael, to, to have uh, um, zebra crossings without lights, without, the, uh, they have a specific name, it escapes me at the moment, but without those warning lights? Belisha beacons, I don't know yeah. where the name comes from, but yeah, flashing orange lights. So the, the law in Ireland has been that you have to have those flashing orange beacons beside them. And in practice, that's meant that you don't have many zebra crossings. As I said, there's only three in all of Dublin City uh, because, you know, rigging up electrics and new lights, it's, crazily expensive whereas a zebra crossing with just a bit of paint which is what's going to be allowed under the new rules or maybe a little sign that goes beside it uh, that's way way cheaper to do and much much easier to roll out so hopefully um, th- th- that's being trialled at the moment in, in, in Dublin there's one in I know in Monkstown Village out near Black Rock in the south side um, but there's, there's uh, and 12 trials uh, ac- across the country of ones without beacon beacon lights and I think it's so far seems to be going pretty well I yeah. Negative. Is it the case? Because when we looked it up, there's about a thousand zebra crossings around Ireland. Uh, the, uh, um, uh, it seems like Dublin is 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 the the offender in not having them. Yeah, and I, I think it's. I think what you'll see is you'll have a lot of um, small towns, maybe where there's some through traffic, and they'll have one or two crossings in the town, and that's probably where you're getting up to the thousand. In Dublin, there was a real push to say, you know traffic lights are better where you push a button and wait for a light and in some ways they are safer and better but I, I think we've kind of taken that argument too far and we've stopped ourselves putting in zebra crossings on tiny small roads where they do really really well yeah. and as I, as I keep saying for me I've seen four or five years in Dublin City Council now it's so hard to get things done but these are so easy quick 
and cheap to do that for me it's a no brainer yeah uh, uh, just the same as when you put it up on social media earlier on uh, Michael there's uh, a lot of reaction there as well uh, Pa in Goa I'll just read one of them Pa in Goa says does the fact we have so few pedestrian crossings have anything to do uh, with defective Irish people crossing the road whenever they want in Germany for example people will not cross the road unless they have a green man now I know that myself. You know what I mean? You're like, I, I, I cross the road every day in front of Trinity. I look left and right and cross the road, uh, uh, usually leaving a load of tourists in my wake who are waiting for the green man to tell them to do it. Uh, so it probably cuts both ways in terms of respecting the rules of the road. Ah, uh, totally, totally. But I, again, I think people will cross the road when it's unreasonable to ask them to walk, you know, half a kilometre up the road to get to a safe crossing. So again, rolling out this sort of thing encourages and facilitates good behaviour. But you're like the, the person you mentioned there is dead right. There's huge cultural changes. I have a German friend who moved to Ireland 30 years ago, and in her first two weeks, she was told off by a Garda for not crossing the road at a red light. So like, there's a big cultural difference and change. She still talks about it in shock, you know. Michael, thanks very much for talking to us today. That was uh, the uh, Green uh, City Councillor Michael Pigeon there. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.